0: If you guys love the podcast, you want to get the audible version of my new book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital at capitalistbook.com. A user named just Jay on Amazon said this in a review, a four hour work week for 2019. He goes on to say, I bought this book because I read somewhere that it was like a four hour work week of 2019 and it absolutely delivered. The book delivered on both big ideas and has specific actionable templates, including unredacted and minimally redacted emails. This book is not chock full of self-promotion or useless platitudes, but is broken down into four key rules explained in solid detail and with specific and often amusing anecdotes. Reading this really got my wheels and my head turning of how to be resourceful, which many say is the ultimate trait of a successful entrepreneur. My favorite of the four rules is blank. You have to go read the review to find out. But guys, thanks for supporting me on the podcast. I hope you go grab the book on Audible today at capitalistbook.com. You're going to have to get your feet wet, mop the floors, leave your ego out the door. He made it tough on me. I had, to, I had to beat a little bit. But anyways, what a story. 2012 had an agency built Visme as a side project. It's since scaled. He's going all in on it and growing on about 100% year over year. North of 7,500 customers doing somewhere between 100 grand and 200 grand per month right now. Again, growing 100% year over year. Average customer paying about 20 bucks per month. Churn's a problem. He's figuring out how to solve it. 7% gross logo churn per month. When he does spend money to acquire customers, it's about 75 bucks. So he gets paid back in about four months with his team of 15 based in maryland and other remote locations again helping smbs with visual and larger teams with visual content visual presentations and just making things beautiful this is the top entrepreneurs podcast where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn each episode features revenue numbers Hello everyone. My guest today is Paymon Tai. He's an avid technologist, loves new trends, and tries to stay updated. His background is in biology, and has led to him to truly believe in the art of evolution. Everything changes with time. You either follow or create new trends, or you'll be left up behind. He founded a company called Hindsight, which was an interactive digital agency in 2001. And out of that, in 2014, he incubated his current company. This may one of the leading presentation infographic tools online, empowering over a million businesses nonprofits, and individuals from over 90 countries including nasa ibm and sony to help improve the way ideas are visualized into engaging presentations infographics and other forms of visual content pamon are you ready to take us to the top i'm
1: good nicely said my man all so, right so give, uh, give me the
0: name correctly pronounced uh vis me that's a, do you ever have issues with that like when your sales reps are on the phone and they're like yeah go to visme.com and they're like how do you spell
1: that uh, no sales reps but um it's more of people reading you know about it uh content marketing and so on and depends you know in Europe they tend to say this me and then uh, in the US they tend to get it right they just say vis me interesting so, yeah, okay. as long as they find us on the web that you know that's okay they can call it what they want
0: <laughs> yep so presentations infographics how do you make money is it a pure play saas model
1: Yeah, we are a saas model everybody starts free so they can play around with it and uh, there's certain you know features and templates and uh, assets and uh Additional functionalities that unlo- are unlocked in the premium plans.
0: Okay, and and I mean, give me a sense. Are you working SMB mid-market, or enterprise? What's the average, you know, plan per month?
1: Well, it's so we have a couple plans and we have an enterprise. Um, and uh, basically, there's a free version and there's the standard model, uh, which starts off at uh, you know I'm going to tell you the monthly price because of course in yearly you get discounts. Uh, so that's uh, 19 bucks a month. Okay. And then we have the complete plan, which is a higher plan, and that's 30 bucks a month. But People go, you know, annual, they get a good 30 or so percent discount off of each of those enterprises, a little bit more expensive. Um, and uh, we also have team plans, which basically is the complete plan, just number of times the number of users uh, that purchase it. Yep. So it's like 19 bucks a seat, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, 19 starting and yep. then uh, this 30. So we have, you know, both sides. Uh, a lot of people start standard, they go upgrade. So what so what, nice. do you, what would you say the average is just to avoid going down every customer cohort? Yeah, it's um, it's right in between. So if I was to pretty much uh, give you a quick estimate, we will be take the take the average. So it's, it's in the low 20s. Got actually, it. a lot of people go annual, so they get a nice discount. And that's what actually brings the uh, per user cost down a little bit. But at the same time, they stick with us for a while. Yeah.
0: All right. Give me the backstory. When did you launch it?
1: All right, so we um, are still in beta, if you notice, on the website. We're pretty much might be the SaaS with the longest uh, beta period ever, which will very, very soon uh, going to be changing. Um, but uh, we started developing this thing back in 2012 or so. as just a side project at hindsight. hindsight, just a digital agency. used to do a lot of flash work. I uh, did a lot of award-winning flash design work and so on. And so, of course, uh, you know, the iPhone came out, and that knocked things down. It really shook things up. Uh, and that's where in my bio, you hear about me talking about evolution and so on that really, you know, showed me how it works in, a, in, in business. So very quickly, uh, VisMe was just an inter- a little internal project to be uh, for animations, for non-designers, for actually for designers initially, almost like a flash replacement. Long story short, by the time we launched a little focus group, uh, we realized that people really don't care about that. Most of the audience are non-designers and they're just trying to create slideshows and so on. So real quickly, light bulb went off um, and my mission started on wanting to make VisMe the one tool that you use to create all types of visual content. So I don't care if you want to create a presentation or a visual report or a social graphic or an infographic, which is becoming more popular, uh, there should really be one user interface, one tool that gives you great things from start to end. So that's how it all...
0: And why are you still in beta? I mean, 2012 was six years ago. Why are you still in beta? Is this a marketing right.
1: thing? Um, well, yeah, and not necessarily. I'm, I'm kind of a perfectionist. I really want the tool to be where I, I'm comfortable with saying it is you know ready from prime time. I mean, the re- reality is that um, partially marketing, I could have taken this off two years ago. You know, this could have been off two years ago. Now, when I said 2012, we didn't really actually even present it to people uh, with a very, very small group of people back in 2013. And we didn't even launch a premium plan until it was in sometime in 2014. So just to be clear, when, when was your first dollar of revenue? What year? Uh, it was, I'm, I'm actually going by memory here. I believe it was, uh, in mid 2014 when we okay. just actually turned it on. So everybody was using it free for a period of time. Very, very slow. We didn't really do much marketing or promotion. Uh, just let people come in and give feedback and use it. And, uh, we very, very slowly started off as a premium model. Um, and it wasn't really until just a couple of years ago that we got more serious with things and now we're going full pace. And
0: what have you scaled to now in terms of total customers?
1: Um, so, uh, you know, of course, you, you know, uh, there's free users and then there's uh, paid just cu- um, not free users. Yeah. Just customers. Yeah. So customers. Um, so there's two things that I don't really uh, disclose uh, openly, but I'll give you ranges. Uh, it is the, um, actual, the total number of customers that we have paying and it is also the exact revenue that we're doing, but I'd be happy to talk about other things. However, with that said, um, you know, it's over a million uh, registered users and out of that, um, it's really was around when it was 250, 300 users that we even rolled out the, um, the pay plan. Um, so it's really in the range of, uh, approaching about 10,000, uh, 10,000 paying. Exactly.
0: Okay. Got it. Well, and, and walk me through you before I even like pushed you really hard prefaced it by saying like, you don't like sharing this kind of stuff. I mean, why, what people will hear that and go, wait, is he like, why yeah. is he saying that? Is he hiding something? Or why it's do you do th- that?
1: absolutely nothing to hide it's just more um you know some uh, i feel like we're a private company so there's certain information i'm very transparent and open about and there's a couple things uh as exact revenue numbers and a number of users
0: strategically where does it hurt you though so some people would argue hey let's publish monthly income reports it's a great piece of content it'll get us new customers others will say that's so stupid i don't want my customers to see all my da- or my competitors to see all my yeah, data it's
1: not it's not necessary. i think it's more of uh you know just more of a personal uh preference at this time and at some point i'm sure we're going to be open and up later on. Uh, you know, that's, uh, it's just really more of a, um, a decision at this time that we have, but I don't think it's going to destroy us or anything. I think we're happy with where we're going, where, you know, growth rates are great. Um, what, what's but, a great
0: growth rate? What do you mean by that? So
1: we are, um, growth rates we're happy with. We're pretty much doubling um, every year. Um, user base and also revenue, um, has been uh, pretty much close to 90, ninety two hundred to hundred uh, yeah. percent rate the last couple of years.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, by the way, Pymont, I mean, you've given me enough information to back into a minimum. I mean, you sure. know that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Give so I mean, a, I can take ten thousand customers times a twenty-three dollar price point and say you're doing north of two hundred thirty grand a year right now. I mean, a month right now. That's
1: accurate, correct? Yeah, I mean, you could look at the you know I'm giving you around ten thousand, so it could be a little bit higher than that, lower than that. So yeah, you can yeah, check the numbers. Yeah,
0: yeah. But but I mean, just to be clear, you could also I mean, you're not you're not saying it's like one to ten thousand when you say ten thousand. That's you know plus or minus a thousand in that range, right? It's not 1,000. Yeah. Not 2, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's not, not 18,000. So why you know? are you,
0: I mean, so let's say you're doing about 200 grand per month right now. In revenue. I mean, why are you, I don't understand why you'd call yourself still in beta. I mean, you're generating profit revenue. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, we are, we are profitable and uh, we're happy with, uh, it's about the product, the product itself. Um, and uh, this is going to happen literally over the next month when we will be releasing out of beta. We are pretty much going to be removing a beta out of all around the products. I just feel that there's a lot of products out there and, Um, They come out of beta way too early um, and, you know, in a way, I mean, look, it's hurt us because companies come look at us and they see the beta and they abandon because they're like, you guys are not ready yet. What's your churn rate right now? Uh, The churn rate is uh, in the, so uh, it's around seven to seven and a half percent. But there is one thing, though, about it. And that in our type of business, we have two types of users. About 30 percent of our users are in the education market. Okay? Oh gosh, run yeah. like hell! So, Horrible yeah. market. So they, so they come in and they use it, and they get a semester. We have a nice uh, education discount, and we have you know classroom discounts and so on. Um, and so they get it, and they really need it for a semester. They need it for a month or two. And the, but the beauty of it is that they tend to come back some months later. So you know, we in our when I say that rate. Um, I look at the churn as far as in the last 60 to 90 days, did they come back or not and renew? But some of these people actually go back, comes next semester, that might be five months later, eight months later. So, you know, we don't really count that into our, you know, customer base uh, in essence as far as, uh, you know, paying customers when they drop off, if they don't renew within 60 to 90 days, they pretty much are a churn for us. But uh, realistically, though, they do a lot of them do tend to come back. Um, but the churn rate is actually lower when it comes to companies. They get team plans, and uh, some that go on an enterprise, or they're just you know one individual within an established business, and so on. They really don't churn. They they stay for a while. Um, so that if I was to just base it on that one, um, it's going to be lower. But if I look at the total average, then certainly it is in that uh, seven seven and a half percent.
0: Yeah, and is that just because that's log gross logo churn per month? um it is the gross yes that is correct um okay. and we look and at its t- logo t- not revenue right that is correct okay got it i imagine your revenue churns probably lower than that because you churn cheap customers
1: um yes but then also the renewal rate remember that some of them go and come back and renew later and in fact some of the ones that drop off on a monthly they tend to come back and just renew for a year yeah, you know what I mean? that's way. really tough.
0: Yeah. By the way, I, I've talked to a lot of people that listen to the show, and many of them have the same problem. It's like a semi-seasonal business, and they don't like counting them as churn because they've seen user stories where they come, they cancel for six months, and they come back, and they just don't know how to report that. They don't know how to talk about it. I yeah. mean, how do you measure that?
1: Um, we are honestly we're not really measuring right now, other than we do see that there's trends on it, and so we're working on uh, working that into. Maybe a secondary churn number, where we say you know our true churn rate, and versus the one that industry-wise, you know, as a SaaS model, people look at. And again, remember that a lot of times, you know, there's B2. We're kind of B2B, and then we have a B2C side of us, and the B2C side of us, the churn rate is certainly higher, right? Yep. And when I say B2C, that could be the education that would be the individual who just needs to create one presentation and they're done for the next six months a year, um, and uh, so that that certainly does affect that um, in that matter. I think we're going to have to almost. Again, maybe there's better metrics, maybe, you know, uh, there's suggestions from others out there. But so far, the way I look at it is that we might have to look at it two ways, Uh, the average industry churn and then the actual one that we look at in two different ways. Have you bootstrapped the company or raised? Uh, No, we have not raised. This has been fully bootstrapped. um, And so uh, not a penny. It doesn't
0: matter whether you're a startup or a huge brand. We all want to grow, but some of us don't have all the tools or the people power to get it done. That's exactly why 37,000 brands are now using Adroll. Can you guys believe that? 37,000. They help brands find more shoppers, make more sales and grow their online business. Adroll takes care of the nuts and bolts of digital marketing so brands like T Public have more time, less stress and huge growth. T Public sells clothes online if you haven't heard of them. During the holidays, they decided to make a huge investment in digital ads, and the guy running their marketing, Adam Lasky, knew it was a make or break moment for him. And the investment paid off big time. T Public was able to beat sales targets by 2x, delivering massive revenue and making Adam the hero who could go on and tackle more ambitious goals. And he's not the only one. Adderall customers make $246 billion worth of sales every year. Make sure you partner with folks who are proven to help make you money like adderall to see how brands like t public grow faster with adderall visit adderall.com slash top that's a d r o l l dot com slash top top
1: what's the team size today Uh, We are right now at, uh, you know, taking our ad, a couple people we just came on board. We're like at 15 right now. Okay, 15 Um, people. So yeah, we're growing very, it's been, you know, VisMe isn't like one of those stories um, and I'll share that with you where there has been this exponential growth. It's just been steady. It's kind of like a line. If I take our, you know, the chart from our user base to our customers, everything else, it's just a steady increase. And, um, you know, sure, uh, I'd be happy with more of an exponential raise, but, um, at the same time, though, we're to a point where we know that we've got traction. We have great feedback from users um, and uh, we just see kind of a, a long roadmap that will continue uh, on. I don't see a drop off rate. I see an increase and potentially I think over the next year or two, there could be more.
0: Of a- you shrug like, your sh- you, you kind of hunch your shoulder a little bit while you're telling me this, like it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a
1: bad thing, but you you know, it's a great question. You know, when you, I think it's
0: a damn good thing, by the way, that's how you get filthy rich. You build a company that you own all of, you drive revenues and you start paying yourself more and more every month in dividends and reinvest in the company or elsewhere.
1: Well, absolutely. I I agree with that. I mean, I'll tell, I'll give you one example. So this one we can, you know, I'll, I'll be more open and it gives you some, you're going to tell me your salary, right? Yeah. I'm (laughs) going to give my salary is pretty low, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, you know, in in, in, a, in my in humble uh, opinion, though, um, remember that I run a web agency and I still do. And I actually it's kind of, uh, you know, very, uh, very small and steady, just about five, six people on that one. And, um, you know, and I have to look at it. I mean, not everybody has that advantage. Right. So when I first started it. Um, you know, it wasn't a multimillion dollar operation as far as my other agency goes at all. Um, but it's just been, you know, I started in 2001 and little by little, um, you know, it generated income, it paid my bills. And so when I started it, I just kind of, um, incubated Visme out of that, you know, one developer and me and just working on it and little by little, um, you know, worked it into, um, into Visme. And in fact, uh, the revenue, um, when we started the, uh, uh, the Visme product, uh, here's the thing. I actually started this tool called, um, it, it was an HTML editor, uh, okay? So back in like 2006, 2007, when WordPress wasn't that popular, everybody's site was HTML based. So at my web agency, they would come and say, hey, uh, we need, I need to edit my website and the CMS system is too expensive. So it just created this very simple tool that people just connect with their FTP, connect to their site, just edit the content, that's it, wasn't a site builder. And that actually grew to about a, you know, eight to 10 K uh, a month uh, business. And I just took all that revenue and just, you know, put it back into business. What
0: did you do with that company? You sell it?
1: No, no, no. It's still around. In fact, Vizme is like uh, the name of the brand, and Easy Web Content uh, is basically the formal company. You know, the brand. So that product is actually just self-running. I um, mean, it has like
0: what's it doing much- now in terms of monthly revenue?
1: Um, it, it's it it drops off more and more each month, but it's down to like literally three to four k. Why don't you Why do you but find
0: someone real quick, some some hustler, college student with some parents' money to buy it? Like, why don't you sell it to somebody?
1: I'll tell you why. Uh, because you know, if I was to sell it, it's a reduced in revenue business, right? So it's not going to sell for a lot um it's not going to sell for multiple times to that but when i look at it um in the last three four years even you take it at hey three years ago it was doing five six k and then before that you add all that up and it's uh and without any support pretty much it's just generating that revenue every single month and you know eventually i, I think you could generate wait why hundred- do you hold
0: on hold on, sorry why do you look at past earnings to predict future potential cash flow when
1: it's declining it is. The, no. So I'm not looking at as far as, uh, it's going to remain at 3k. It's going to go down. Every oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, 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 absolutely. So what I'm looking at is that, um, I still feel that, um, it is going to generate some revenue as it goes down to zero over a period of time. Got it. Got it. Got and it. requires very little, um, what do you know, think it'll uh, make you in the next, in the next six months? Um, that tool, yeah. um, I, I don't think more than, I'm just gonna take out, I don't think more than 15 to 20K. Yeah, you know?
0: so what if I wrote yeah, you a check, what if I wrote you a check right now for 15 grand? You get the money now, you reinvest it, I get the company.
1: Well, because after that six months, I think it would generate another 10 or 12K, you know? Yeah, and maybe, it, maybe, think, or, or it just
0: goes down to, you know, blah, 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 keeps going. In all seriousness, let me know if you get interested in selling it, I'd write you, I'd write, the only reason you do it is if you wanted the cash now versus waiting the slow, painful cash
1: flow yeah. death. No, I think, uh, I mean, we're, we're okay on Visme, the, you know, the cash that we're generating and so on we're profitable. So really, honestly, the, the 15, 20 K wouldn't do much. Doesn't you know? it, doesn't it kind of hurt
0: you a little bit to see one of your babies so slowly dying and you're, you're not giving it the love to grow it cause you have Visme.
1: Um, and no, because I, I, I really, my passion is, is towards Visme. You know, mm-hmm. this tool was something that, yeah, I, I, I think it was actually one of the best investments that I ever made because I built it literally with like 10 or 12 K of development costs, you know, and it's generated, I think over the last eight, nine 10 years, almost a million dollars. Yeah. Um, But I'm saying like, why do you let someone with some passion come
0: in and get it going again, turn things around?
1: I don't think the HTML editor, you know, thanks for WordPress and all the other CMSs. I, I, it's just, you you think it's dead. I I think it's, yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Okay. Last few economics questions here before we uh, wrap up with the famous five. So 15 folks, um, obviously you're bootstrapped. So you're running it profitably, Correct. Absolutely. Okay, probably. CAC, what are you spending to acquire customers?
1: Um, so mid, pretty much majority of our all users, they just come through our content. Through, we have a really good blog um, through organic and so on. So when we actually spend money, uh, which is very little, on a ad space and it's pretty much mostly on uh, AdWords and so on, it's just a few areas uh, that we want to uh, tap into and the infographics and so on um, that we don't feel that we get the proper positioning yet. Uh, we're moving up, and in those areas, when I look at it, the the um, CAC is uh, under seventy-five dollars. So uh, now, what uh, yeah. about what
0: about fully weighted though I mean what do you take I mean include your writers your blog people anyone creating content and like divide the number of new customers per month into their salaries
1: um I don't have the number in front of me that's but okay it's uh it certainly is it, it is it generates I mean it definitely yeah. is in a positive area but uh, I don't have that exact number got in front it of me. so $75 CAC at a
0: $20 R- I mean what it takes you three four months to get your money back is that about right Pretty much, I mean, yeah,
1: unless they, uh, on a month-to-month basis, some of yeah. them just go early and pay $200 or something dollars for a complete plan, and, and that will, more and, than well.
0: And then what do you assume these these customers are worth to over their lifetime?
1: The LTV, um, currently we're measuring at around in the 200 area. Yeah, so yeah. around 210 is the last estimate that I did. Um, but again, it really, it's the education and the one-time user that really you know brings that down. Um, it's significantly higher when we talk about like a team plan, you know, when we have a sure, company sure. that's got 25 users or 10 users and so on, they stay with us for years. They've been with us for three, four years, uh, since the beginning almost, um, those certainly are very valuable.
0: And your whole, us. your whole team based up there in, uh, in Montgomery County or no?
1: Um, so we have a couple of individuals outside We have an you know, individual in the, uh, in uh, Japan, a few people in the, um, in terms of from the support bases, uh, you know, on some uh, data entry and on in the Philippines, but yeah, the rest is all here, right and, here. In and Maryland. where are you? Um, I am right here in the Maryland area. So DC yeah. literally 15, 20 minutes North of it.
0: Yep. Good stuff. All right. Last question here on growth and then we'll wrap up. So just, uh, again, sure. you said you're growing about hundred percent year over year, call it 200 ish today. If you go back 13 months, I mean, it's, it's, you're, you're doing about a hundred grand then. Is that accurate?
1: Um, no, I think it's a little off, but, uh, your, your uh, calculations, I know that you're running them. Um, uh, yeah. they're not, they're not exact. So th- your numbers are, um, in somewhat of a range that I would give. Um, but we were doing uh, less than that actually. Okay. Uh, so that we,
0: means your growth rate was potentially a little bit higher. Yeah. Uh,
1: it has, uh, last year it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: So, so can we just put, we'll put a minimum, so less than hundred grand, but more than 50 grand. Is that fair?
1: Um, I will put it somewhere in between that Right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. It wasn't, good, good. And it wasn't as low. Yeah. Good. All right. And, uh, numbers, and your numbers that, that you're calculating based on right now, they're, they're not uh, very accurate. Uh, they're in a range. So, <laughs> um, well, hold on,
0: hold cool. on. Pamon. So you're, you're backtracking and whenever, when someone backtracks on my show, what sure. it tells me is I've painted a picture that makes them look way bigger than what they actually no, are.
1: Well, you're in a range where I think it needs a buffer of about uh, 25%. I'll give you that. So you can go up higher, you can go lower. Got it. But, so, kind of
0: so, if I if I take instead of ten thousand customers, if I shave off twenty five percent of that and say you only have about seventy five hundred, multiplying times that twenty three dollar price point, that puts you at about one hundred seventy grand per month. Um, I, I don't care about what you're actually at. I care about a minimum. That's uh, all.
1: I, I can't. I can't disclose that information. You but Paymon, I'm just using the numbers you just gave me. So- well, you're using estimates that I'm giving you. You're taking a number of 10 K that I'm giving you. And, and you said
0: system. I'm 25% to I'm 20, I need 25% room. I cut off 25% and you say, no,
1: that's not right. Um, I'm just giving you that there is a range. So, uh, I, I can't tell you exactly what down it is and how it is. And, uh, you, you I know, Paymon,
0: tell- you just told me 25%. I'm not making that up. I'm just using your numbers. I did
1: say that I'm giving you ranges. So 25%
0: is not a range. That's a, that's a, an exact percentage.
1: You can go to you can go to ten thousand and take it up twenty five percent. You can take it down twenty five percent. We're somewhere in that range, and I can't. What
0: that. range though? You haven't given when you say up or down twenty five percent. So the minimum would be seventy five hundred, and I'm saying okay, I'll give you the minimum times twenty three. The minimum MRR you're doing is one seventy two. Um, I, I can't disclose the
1: numbers. That's, uh, well, you know, we that's get- a
0: range. I mean, that would be the minimum, right? Pay my, this is what drives me crazy. People call on my show and they talk in circles about free users, paid users, betas, not betas. That's my average. That's not my average. And then they like wiggle, 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 wiggle. When I try and give them a ton of credit, which usually tells me that I painted a picture that made them look way bigger than what they actually are. Why do you, I mean, why don't you just own that?
1: No, I don't think it's, it's way bigger. I don't think it's way lower. So, uh, you know, we'll leave it at, uh, the estimates you're giving are not unreasonable. Um, we, uh, we're happy with where we are. And as far as the numbers you're providing, um, you know, you could be off by a tiny bit more, but it's, it's close. You're close to where we are.
0: And you're not comfortable just sharing a minimum. Like, are you North of hundred grand per month right now? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. But you're yeah. South of 200. Um, we are south of that. Okay, so, perfect. Uh, that's fair. That's a great range. The, that's a real range. It's something that's actually measurable and it's something my audience can attract to and, and understand. All right. Famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Uh, so uh, it, I personally read a lot of blogs, um, and not so much books, hard covers, but one of my favorite is the book, uh, um, hooked. Uh, so that's a book that I pick up every so often. I keep putting down, I pick up and that's by Aaron Hidal. Yep. Number, uh, so that's a great book. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, there's a couple. So I actually, you know, um, one is uh, Ben Chestnut. I heavily look up to him from MailChimp. Um, you know, it's amazing what they've done, especially, of course, from a bootstrap aspect. Um, and also Hit and Shop. Um He's one of my favorites, just great content, very open about um, how they build a SaaS and so on. So those are the two that I follow closely.
0: Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Visme. Uh, no, besides your own. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: um, it, yeah. So, uh, bus sumo, we use that a lot. Uh, great tool. Uh, so, and, uh, that's, that's a tool that we've been on for a couple of years. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I tell every night my plan is eight and unfortunately it's five to seven. So my okay. son woke me up five in the morning. I think I wasn't a five area last. How night. many kids do you have total? I have one, uh, okay. 18 months. Okay. Yeah. All right. And married single,
0: uh, married, married yes. one kiddo and how old are you? Um, I'm way old, man. No, 40. not way old. <laughs> All right. 41. What do you, last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew?
1: Um, yeah. So I would say is leave your ego at the door if you're going to start a business, a uh, company and, uh, you know, and you got to get ready to mop the floors and, uh, cause you're going to have to get your feet wet.
0: There sure. you guys have it from Paymon. You're going to have to get your feet wet, mop the floors, leave your ego out the door. He made it tough on me. I had, to, I had to beat a little bit. But anyways, what a story. 2012 had an agency built Visme as a side project. It's since scaled. He's going all in on it and growing on about 100% year over year. North of 7,500 customers doing somewhere between 100 grand and 200 grand per month right now. Again, growing 100% year over year. Average customer paying about 20 bucks per month. Churn's a problem. He's figuring out how to solve it. 7% gross logo churn per month. When he does spend money to acquire customers, it's about 75 bucks. So he gets paid back in about four months with this team of 15 based in maryland and other remote locations again helping smbs with visual and larger teams with visual content visual presentations and just making things beautiful Paymom, hey, mom thank you for taking us to the top hey
1: nathan great stuff by the way love your blog and uh love your um show here and so um i hope that everything goes well and needed support from us let me know